हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 रे आरे हरे रामा हरे रामा राम रामा रे आरे प्रभु पदाजय प्रभु पदाजय प्रभु पदाजय प्रभु पदा जय ओम विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिवाचार्य अस्तोत्तर श्री श्रीमाली दिवाइन ग्रेस ऐसी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रभुपाद खीज ग्रंथराज श्रीमद्भागवतम खीज निताय गौर प्रेमनंदी ओ ग्लोरिस्ट टू दसेंबल दिवोरिस हरे कृष्णा ओ ग्लोरिस्ट टू दसेंबल दिवोरिस हरे कृष्णा ओ ग्लोरिस्ट टू दसेंबल दिवोरिस हरे कृष्णा ओ ग्लोरिस ओ ग्लोरिस श्री श्री गुरु एंड गौरंग ओ ग्लोरिस टू शिल प्रभुपाद नमो विष्णुपदाय कृष्णा प्रस्ताय भूतले श्रीमदी तमाल कृष्ण गुस्वामती नाम नमो विष्णुपदाय कृष्णा प्रस्ताय भूतले श्रीमदी भक्तिवेदंत स्वामती नामने नमस्ते सरस्वते देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारी निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चात्यादिशतारिणी ओं नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चारोत्तम दीवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जयमुदीर नायशु अभद्रेशु निगवत सगवते उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैस्तिके Hare Krishna everyone Hare Krishna welcome to this morning Shrimad Bhagavatam class canto 7 the science of god chapter 24 no chapter 6 prahlad instructs his demoniac schoolmates we are reading text 24 tasmad भूतेषु दयाम कुरुता सौरिदम बाबा आसुर उन्मुच्या 
Tushyati Adokshajaha Tasmat Sarveshu Bhuteshu Tasmat Sarveshu Bhuteshu Dayam Kuruta Sauridam Dayam Kuruta Sauridam Bhavam Masuram Unmuchyam Bhavam Masuram Unmuchyam Yayatushyati Adokshajaha Yayatushyati Adokshajaha Tasmatharveshu Bhuteshu Dayam Kuruta Sauridam Bhavam Masuram Unmuchya Yayatushyati Adokshajaha Please chant. Tasmat Sarveshu Bhuteshu Dayam Guruta Sauridam Bhavam Asuram Unmuchya Yayatushyati Adokshajaha Tasmat Sarveshu Bhuteshu Dayam Kuruta Sauridam Bhava Masuram Unmuchya Yayatushyati Adokshajaha Tasmat Sarveshu Bhuteshu Dayam Kuruta Sauridam Bhavam Masuram Unmuchya Yayatushyati Adokshajaha Ladies Tasmat Sarveshu Bhuteshu Dayam Kuruta Sauridam Bhava Masuram Unmuchya Yayatushyati Adokshajaha Tasmat Sarveshu Bhuteshu Dayam Kuruta Sauridam Bhava Masuram Unmuchya Yayatushyati Adokshajaha One more Tasmat Sarveshu Bhuteshu Dayam Kuruta Sauridam Bhava Masuram Unmuchya Yayatushyati Adokshajam Thank you Tasmat, therefore, Sarveshu to all, Bhuteshu 
living entities. Dayam mercy, kuruta show, sauridam friendliness, bhavam the attitude, asuram of the demons who separate friends and enemies. Unmucha, giving up. Yaya, by which. Tusyati, is satisfied. Adhokshajaha, the Supreme Lord, who's beyond the perception of the senses. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada. Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation. Therefore, my dear young friends, born of demons, please act in such a way that the Supreme Lord, who is beyond the conception of material knowledge, will be satisfied. Give up your demoniac nature and act without enmity or duality. Show mercy to all living entities by enlightening them in devotional service, thus becoming their well-wishers. Please repeat, therefore, my dear young friends, born of demons, please act in such a way that the Supreme Lord, who is beyond the conception, of material knowledge will be satisfied. Give up your demoniac nature and act without enmity or duality. Show mercy, <coughs> show mercy to all living entities by enlightening them in devotional service thus becoming their well-wishers. Purport. The Lord says in Bhagavad Gita 18.55, Bhaktyamam avijanati yavam yasjasmi tatvataha. One can understand the Supreme Personality as He is only by devotional service. Prahlad Maharaj ultimately instructed his class friends the sons of the demons, to accept the process of devotional service by preaching the science of Krishna, consciousness to everyone. Preaching is the best service to the Lord. The Lord will immediately be extremely satisfied with one who engages in this service of preaching Krishna consciousness. This is confirmed by the Lord himself in Bhagavad Gita 1869. There is no servant in this world more dear to me than he, nor will there ever be one more dear. If one sincerely tries his best to spread Krishna consciousness by preaching the glories of the Lord and his supremacy, even if he is imperfectly educated, he becomes the dearmost servant of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is Bhakti. 
As one performs his service for humanity without discrimination between friends and enemies, the Lord becomes satisfied and the mission of one's life is fulfilled. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu therefore advised everyone to become a guru devotee and preach Krishna consciousness. Yaradeka Tarekaha Krishna Upadesha. That is the easiest way to realize the Supreme Personality of Godhead. By such preaching, the preacher becomes satisfied and those to whom he preaches are also satisfied. This is the process of bringing peace and tranquility to the entire world. Bhaktaram yagyatapasam sarvaloka maheshwaram suridam sarvabhutanam yatmamam shantim richyati One is expected to understand these three formulas of knowledge concerning the Supreme Lord. That He is the Supreme Enjoyer. That He is the proprietor of everything. And that He is the best well-wisher and friend of everyone. A preacher should personally understand these truths and preach them to everyone. Then there will be peace and tranquility all over the world. The word sauridam, friendliness, is very significant in this verse. People are generally ignorant of Krishna consciousness and therefore to become their best well-wisher, one should teach them about Krishna consciousness without discrimination. Since the Supreme Lord, Vishnu, is situated in the core of everyone's heart, every body is a temple of Vishnu. One should not misuse this understanding as an excuse for such words as Daridra Narayana. If Narayana lives in the house of a Daridra, a poor man, this does not mean that Narayana becomes poor. He lives everywhere, in the houses of the poor and those of the rich, but in all circumstances he remains Narayana. To think that he becomes either poor or rich is a material calculation. He is always Sad Aishwarya Purna, full in six opulences in all circumstances. Tasmat sarveshu bhuteshu dayam kuruta sauridam bhavam masuramun mucha yayatushyati adoksha jaha. Translation Therefore, my dear young friends, born of demons, please act in such a way that the Supreme Lord, who is beyond the conception of material knowledge, will be satisfied. Give up your demoniac nature and act without enmity or duality. Show mercy to all living entities by enlightening them in devotional service, thus becoming their well-wishes. So this particular verse, what do you think is all about? Yes, it's about preaching. The verse is about preaching. Uh, it's about connecting others to Who? Yes, 
We are here to connect people to Krishna. Why? Because you know it now. You must be happy with Krishna. Aren't you all happy? Right? If you are, then why aren't you sharing it? That's the whole idea here. We are supposed to share uh, that which we have achieved. And it doesn't matter what our position is in life, uh, but rather we should be able to share. You don't have to be a big scholar or anything like that. You don't have to be. All you have to show people is you have come to the position of being peaceful in your life and that you understand your position in relation to the Supreme Controller, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. So that's, that understanding should make you happy. Now I know what I'm here for. Now I know what I'm doing in life. Most people don't know. Right? If you go outside, you talk to them, you call up to them, you ask them, what's the goal of life? Mm, I don't know, mate, maybe have a barbie in the backyard, you know? Right? <laughs> that's about all. <laughs> or, or drink and be merry, that's all they can say. Most people don't know. Or they'd say, make lots of money, hmm? make, make so much money, and then what? And then you die. Right? And then who comes to enjoy your wealth? Either your children or the government or someone will come and pillage and take everything away from you. So, if that's life then it's very boring actually. Uh, here, Prahlad Maharaj, he's, he's five years old. <laughs> so much, he's a Mahajan. Huh? He understands the, the Vedic knowledge so clearly and he's um, telling his own friends because here his friends are uh, Prabhupada translates as demoniac huh? asuras why why call them asuras <coughs> okay well, whose character the boys They are born from demons, <laughs> asuras, asurakula, right? So the, why are they asurakulas? You say they are demons, what do you mean by demons? Huh? Separating friends, that's a good point, that's in the purport also. What else? Yeah, Pataji mentioned, what else? Yeah, exactly. Asuras means they don't accept scriptures, they don't accept the personality of God here. What do they accept? Huh? No, no, not like that. Well, okay, it's possible, but uh, they accept the, the material energy. They accept the goal of life is to manipulate the forces of nature and then try to enjoy it like that. You yeah? know, Asuras. Uh, they don't believe in scripture. Here we are trying to pour our hearts into the Bhagavatam, trying to understand every drop to know how we can connect with Krishna. But for them, this is all a waste of time. For them, let's see what we can do. Huh? Harness the material energy, use it as, a, as any force, destructive or even positive forces. 
So that's the asura. Uh, that's this is what we mean by asuras. So you can see that also in this pastime, how Hiranyakashipu totally could not accept the position of uh, the supreme person, and uh, and how do you know he didn't accept the position of supreme lord? How do you know? Yes. He what? He wanted to serve himself. No, he he. Uh, I'll make it easy for you. He he openly declares that he wants to kill Vishnu, <laughs> right? He says he's going to stop everything else, Brahminical worship, everything, so that he's thinking it is due to the worship of the common people, including the Brahminical sacrifices and so on, the Lord is getting his potency. So again, it's all calculation. Materially, they're calculating, but. But we know the Lord is always what? Yes, the Lord is always powerful. He doesn't need to be uh, doing, going to a gym and carrying weights and then coming out, you know, I'm powerful. The Lord is not like that, you know, for, for us maybe, but not the Lord. Hmm? So it's important for us to, therefore, if you reflect back in yesterday's class, we need to know who the position of the Lord, what is he, how is he like that, and so on. It's very important for us to understand that clearly. If you know that very clearly, then you will accept his position. Mostly we don't accept, or, you know, we, we, most of us are practicing, but we are at the level of what we call kanista, or some of us are madhyamadhikaris, but the point is we, we accept to some extent, but we only see the Supreme Lord on the altar. He's a fixture on the altar and that's it, you know. So when we go home, he is no more with you. <laughs> and you can do anything you want. <coughs> Which means we don't really understand the position of the Lord, right? He's Sarvakaranam Karanam, huh? he's Antaryami, right? We just read the other day also, uh, he's within your heart. He says that in the Bhagavad Gita, right? I'm in every place. Right? And then yesterday is it, yeah, Andantarasta Paramana Jayantarastam. I'm in the atoms. I'm also outside the atoms. Right? He says, Arjuna, I'm everywhere. And you're like, boggle, mind boggling. And so Arjuna, to prove to the world that he is the Supreme Lord, what did he ask Krishna to do? Yeah, show the universal form and then he himself got, yeah, frightened, yeah. That's the, the opulence of the Lord. When he manifests his, his real opulences through the material energy, we can't handle it. It's not possible for us to handle it. Then, then what is the whole idea of all that? To, to make us come to the point of accepting his position. So now you know his position and so therefore uh, Prahlad Maharaj is saying, my dear friends, even though you're born in, in, in a family who don't believe in God, but I'm telling you, take this process up. 
right? It's, it's, it's important because I've already explained to you who God is. Now you kindly take this up. You go and help others understand this principle. Why? Because the, the, the demonic school, so-called demonic school, has, they have all accepted Prahlad's teaching. And therefore he's telling, now you go and tell others. So similarly, Srila Prabhupada wants us to also go and tell others. Because we have now understood it. Otherwise you won't be here sitting here. Right? Unless you are a seeker, still seeking. Huh? But don't seek too much. Yeah. <laughs> right? You should come to a conclusion quickly. Yeah. Srila Prabhupada once went to a, a place, they were going to buy a property. Yeah. Prabhupada explains in his lecture uh, that uh, they were going to buy a house for the devotees and so on. So the owner of the house, his name is Baka. Not Baka Sura, but Baka. <laughs> so anyway, he, the owner was doing arti in his home. So when Prabhupada came with the devotees, the owner came out and said, I'm doing arti now, I cannot meet you. And then he left. So Srila Prabhupada said, later on he said, this is not correct. He said, this devotee, he understands who God is, but he doesn't know how to treat God's devotees. Yeah, he doesn't know how to treat God. This is the position of a Kanista Adhikari. Right? So then uh, a similar pastime is also uh, recorded in the Chaitanya Charitamrita um, in Adi Leela that uh, yeah, the uh, there's a devotee uh, 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 one of the associates of Nityananda Sriniketana uh, Ramdas. He comes to the temple and then the pujari is doing uh, puja. Then Sriniketana uh, he shouts, Nityananda! <laughs> like that. Because he is a great devotee of Lord Nityananda. And everybody knows him. He's a pure devotee. But the pujari, generally, the, the etiquette is if someone great comes, you stop your service and you welcome them. Yeah. So, but he didn't. He, he looked and he ignored, you know. So, Srila Prabhupada writes, this is not correct. Now, why? Uh, because it's two things. One is the Lord is in the heart of, of the devotee. The Lord is also in the heart of each and every one of you. So, therefore, we need to treat each and every one of you very nicely. So, Vaishnava etiquette is also very important. Huh? Uh, we need to learn Sadachar also. So during COVID, right, uh, four years, people can't travel, more or less. I think it's about four years, at least from my point of view, it was four years. So um, after so many years, some devotees travel from one place to another. So when you go meet some devotees get so happy, they come out and they hug and so on. But when they don't react in that way, that means they are still not understanding the position of the Lord in the heart of every devotee, right? When, uh, who was it? When Vidura came, came to Yudhisthira, what did Yudhisthira say? He says, Svantastena Gadabrita. He says, you are carrying the Lord in your heart. So we should see like that. Huh? And because you are carrying the Lord in your heart, you understand that, 
And when you go out and you see people, they don't know that they are also carrying the Lord in their hearts. So this is where devotees need to uh, extend their so-called, Prabhupada says here, mercy. So it's important for us. So in the beginning, the spiritual master trains us, right? Srila uh, Prabhupada also says, Shri Vigrahara Dhana Nityanana Shringaratan Mandira Majanado. So the spiritual master trains, he himself shows how to do the worship of the deities. Then he engages his disciples to learn. Uh, but it doesn't mean that's all they do, just deity worship. No. They should connect with people so that the people can see that they are also connected to the deities, not just the pujaris also. So Prabhupada also explains in one conversation where he says, I was a preacher, I'm, I'm, I'm a preacher, but my wife wasn't a preacher. She likes the deities and she only wants to do deity worship and she doesn't want to do anymore. But I always wanted to preach. Yeah. So he was showing the difference in the mood and consciousness. And so similarly, we are all followers of Srila Prabhupada, we are Prabhupada Anugas. So we should cultivate the same mood of preaching. Of course, not all of us can be in the same level of preaching, but we should always think of how I can help people connect to Krishna. Right? So for example, if you are working in an office, how would you connect to Krishna? You have to do we have a microphone or something? Yeah. You have to hear your glorious voice. Um. Remembering his name, chanting his name. That's for yourself. How you connect others? Yes. I take Excellent. You take prasadam. Huh? You can make wonderful cookies. You know, make colorful sandesh, right? And then Janmashtami time, Govardhan puja. Take take things. Don't devotees shouldn't collect and keep for themselves and hoard. They should collect, package it, and give it out. And say, look, we had a wonderful festival just the other day. And I, I was thinking about you. So I brought you some cookies. And they're like, wow, this person is my friend, Suridam, my well-wisher. Right? They will think like that. No, you don't do it once. You should do it consistently. <laughs> When I was working, I would bring prasadam. On my birthday, I, I, I made I, a devotee of mine, they made a black forest cake. Right? So we bring it and samosas. So f a few times, not only that, and, and other times also I was bringing samosas and cookies. And then after a while, I didn't bring, and so they all came to me and said, Hey, where's the cookies? Where's the? So they got... They got hooked. So, you know, it's like fishing, you know. I mean, we don't fish, but anyway, the analogy is that you, you, you throw the hook and you catch them. <laughs> and so you reel them slowly. And sure enough, after a while, some of my colleagues were saying, you know, you're always happy. Why is that? So out comes the, the book. Yeah. Say, look, you know, I follow this, it's very nice. You don't have to change anything, but the principles will help you. And so they took books. And some of them changed their lives. So we should see like that, no? 
Um, okay, that's preaching outside, but what about preaching among devotees? How do you preach among devotees? Give, give him the microphone, yeah. Encourage them in their service. Encourage them in the service, excellent. How would you do that? Anyone? Yes. Okay, that's wonderful, leading by example. How else would you encourage them? Come on, you guys are so intelligent. Huh? Okay, you can preach about God to them also, but how would you encourage them, make them more happy? Yes, you appreciate them. Yeah, you tell them, you know, I've been watching you for the last million years, <laughs> and I see that the way you sing, Kirtans, the way you do arti, uh, the way you dress the deities, the way you decorate the deities, the way you encourage others, the way you connect with new people, right? And the way you cook, oh, I love it so much. You know, I think you have Krishna in your heart. You, know? you encourage them. Devotees need to hear that encouragement also because, as I mentioned, most of us are in what category? Kanista. So we need to be encouraged also. This is our Vaishnava culture, right? So among your friends, you encourage them? You should, no? Yeah. You, we shouldn't think, I'm the only one. Oh, oh Lord, I'm so great. <laughs> We can't think like that, yeah? right? When you go to the spiritual world, are you the only one there? No, there's so many devotees going to be there. So if you go to for a, a, a party, it's better to have a lot of people in the party than just one person, no? right? So in the same way, we encourage devotees also. Uh, we make mistakes, we all make mistakes, and that's a given. As long as you're in this material world, you're going to make mistakes, you're going to commit offenses and so on. But as a, a well-wisher, we should point out to devotees who are making mistakes. Yeah? Not in a derogatory manner, but as a friend. As one who wants to encourage the other person, right? Even if some, someone is very harshly, if they speak to you, you should learn to tolerate, right? It's part of our austerity, <laughs> right? From the very dawn of creation, we all have to do austerity, right? Our, our Parama uh, Guru, Lord Brahma himself had to do ta-pa, yeah. Nothing is for economics 101, nothing is for free. You have to pay. <laughs> and we pray through service, uh, through sacrifice, and so on. So we connect people like that. Uh, and then by connecting people, they appreciate also. And then there is this, uh, I saw this, uh, uh, when you say, Somewhere I saw it, I can't remember, when you say hi or, you know, have a good day to someone and they feel so happy, right? And then they turn around and then they want to wish someone else, hey, was it paying it forward or something like that, right? 
you uh, you know this is a, a I saw it somewhere I can't remember but anyway someone pays for someone's uh, the lady was looking for some money she couldn't and the guy behind says no don't worry I'm paying for you so then she feels so happy she's thinking about it the whole day and then she's as she's going home she sees a beggar in the street then she then she says I have to do something because I'm so happy so similarly we have Krishna we should be the most happiest person in the world as devotees right if you are practicing Krishna consciousness you should be happy you should have a smiley face right if you are practicing Krishna consciousness and you go like that everywhere then they say oh this Hare Krishna they are always sad who wants to be with sad people right nobody wants to be you don't want to hang around with sad people Preaching is, 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 is the only way that you make advancement. What did Prabhupada say? You make advancement quickly, very fast, right? If you are grihasana and so on, invite people to your home. Invite your friends and so on. Uh, you, unless you, you try, right? You, you do not know whether you will be successful or not. And Prabhupada says, don't worry about whether you are successful or not successful. He says, most important thing is you, you try. Try and connect people, right? And then he gives the example of who? Anyway, I know you don't know. <laughs> he gives the example of Lord Nityananda regarding Jagai and Madai, yeah. So we should all think, you know, Jagai and Madai was so fallen, <laughs> really, really fallen. They had a big list of uh, sinful activities that even Chitra Gupta cannot uh, f finish, you know. He says, my Lord, that's too much, you know. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Lord Nityananda, he went to them. And what happened? The first encounter. Now, the first encounter, they were so angry, the both of them, that uh, both uh, Haridas Thakur and uh, Lord Nityananda were approaching them. So Haridas Thakur said, no, these guys are really bad, you know, we can't, we are, you know, we are not young anymore, we, you know, they will beat us up. Then Lord Nityananda said, no, you know. So he said, you are Avadut, you know. Then anyway, they went. And so they wanted to beat up, but they were drunk, so they couldn't chase. And so Haridas Thakur was running. And then he said, look what you did, now I'm running. So, but then after a while they said, no, we have to preach, because we have to show the glories of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy. So then again they went back. This time what happened? Yeah, that's bad, no? Yeah, they took a pot and hit. Uh, Lord Nityananda hurt him so much. But what did Lord Nityananda do? Yeah, he forgave them. Now, if the same thing happens to us, can we forgive? No. But can you learn to forgive? Yeah. Yeah. So, we are going to encounter many, many difficulties. I remember one time in book distribution, we were knocking doors in people's house. So out came a guy, he, he, he had this machete and started chasing us. So we were all running. <laughs> but we didn't go back, like Lord Nityananda. Because <laughs> we know our limitations. <laughs> so it, it was, but it's interesting. 
we are going to encounter different levels and different types of people who are going to uh, abuse us, uh, say nasty things, but we have to cultivate the quality of forgiveness. Yeah. It's not going to be easy though. Therefore, there's another example that a priest once tells his uh, associates, uh, his teaching, you know, this is, a, I think it's a Christian uh, uh, story, where they were all fighting, all the, the members were fighting. So then one of them approached him, then he said, go outside, collect all these stones, put it in a bag. And then the, the member did that, and he said, just tie it around your waist. And the guy said, okay, and then he said, don't look at it. After one year, we will look at it. <laughs> of course, when you're sleeping, you keep it aside, you know, that's a given. So after one year, he came and he said, open it. So when he opened it, how do you think the stones looked like? Huh? Yeah, they were all smooth, right? So he said, in the beginning, when we are in, in temple environment, in ashram and so on, we will have differences. Our differences are like pointed and jagged edges that will cut each other. But we learn to tolerate. And then what do we see? We start seeing the, the good qualities of one another. Yeah. That is also preaching. Right? Manaha sastanindriyani prakritistani karshati. Right? The living entities in this material world are struggling with the six senses, which includes the mind. So we need to practice properly, so that the mind doesn't control our thinking process in Krishna consciousness. It's a challenge. Nobody said it was easy. I mean, it is easy because the process don't need for us to be standing on our heads. Right? We don't have to go to the Himalayan mountains. We don't have to do big yagya or everything. All we have to do is, hmm? Yeah, chant. The process has been simplified by the Lord Himself. Because we are very fallen, right? So process has been made simple, easy, and so we can appreciate the the mercy of the Lord, that He has made it easy for me, and now I have done it, and I, I can see it's, it's having an effect on me. Now, how do you know you are making advancement? Come on, it can't be just a one-way class. <laughs> okay, your last material attachment, or you see yourself giving up those attachments, right? So all of you should have a journal, and in your journal you say, today I gave up this, then the next day, today I took it back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? It's difficult in the beginning, but yeah, keep a journal, uh, and in the journal as you are progressing, you can write down and say, yes, finally, at last, I'm no more interested in the soap opera. I don't know what soap opera is going on in Australia. Days of a life. When I was in college, that's what was running on the TV. <laughs> Probably they go on forever. So, but anyway, we, we give up. You give up. <coughs> you give up. Oh, 
And what is the other positive sign? One is you give up, what are you taking in? Huh? Like what? That's too generic. Like what? How do you know you're making progress? Okay, you like to chant. That's also too generic. Most people carry the beats around. <coughs> yes. Huh? In Bhagavad Gita, the, the verse where it tells you the 18 or 20 qualities. 20 qualities, uh, verses start, 8 to 12, yes, yeah. When you start Chapter developing 13. those qualities, humility, yeah. tolerance, right. simplicity, right. Exactly. non-violence, all yeah. these things. Yeah. Yes. They say they're like lighthouses that you can follow to see if you... Yeah. When you develop those qualities, those qualities ma uh, manifest very quickly when you're performing devotional service. Yeah, very nicely you will develop, yeah. Remember, you're not going to uh, go to bed tonight and tomorrow you are just a pure devotee. It doesn't work like that. You need to show the Lord that you are putting the endeavor. Prabhupada says, right? Say, if you take one step towards Krishna, how many steps he takes towards you? Ten, yeah. But nowadays we are so merciful, we say Krishna takes thousand steps towards us. <laughs> and still we are so far away. <laughs> so, um, I think I'll stop here. Uh, I just want you all to think about what preaching is about, why you should be preaching, and how you can preach to others, and to preach with devotees, and help one another to make advancement in Krishna consciousness. So these are important things to consider. Uh, so that the whole idea in our Krishna consciousness, what Prabhupada wants us to do is so that we know this is very critical. The best form of preaching is what? Book distribution. Prabhupada says that. He says that's the best way. Because what I can speak in maybe 40 minutes or 45 minutes still won't sink in. But if you're reading a book, what's the advantage? Okay, associating with the pure devotee, not just Prabhupada, you're associating with all the personalities in the book, including Krishna. The Bhagavatam itself is Krishna. Yeah. And what's the, the most uh, amazing thing about reading a book, a devotional book? You cannot... Huh? You cannot argue with it. <laughs> right? Everything you read, you like, oh, Krishna, I, I, what, what? But if you are discussing with someone, they'll argue with you. And then you have to say something. But when they're reading Prabhupada's book, I don't believe it. And then they continue reading it. Yeah. So, yeah, so do these things. And I hope, uh, you know, you all got something out of it. So I'll stop here. Comments, questions, corrections. Yes, please. Yeah. Hare Krishna, Prabhu. I uh, heard that you mentioned, I'm not sure who these person, person is, Jagai and Madai, is that how you say it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you, you made a gesture as if like you're writing, like they were writing down the sins of, of someone. Oh, like there's a, you know, it is said so there's demigods. Yeah. Every time the, any living entity is making a mistake, this particular demigod is empowered. 
Yeah. To write down their sin, they are doing it. So they literally write it down. Yeah, yeah literally oh, writing awesome, down, awesome. and then it's awesome actually. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, who is that? Uh, the Yamaraj, he, he's his assistant, and he'll say, "Okay, look up what's his sin." Yeah. Wow. And so then he says, "Okay, you, you get this punishment." Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Then, yeah, it's like you know, you once you're punished, it, you, you get a clean slate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but we, we have so much, so much, you know, I don't know how long it's going to clean our slates. <laughs> yeah, I'm screwed. Yeah, but if you take up Krishna consciousness, then you have this prarabdha karma, prarabdha karma, kuta, bija, all of this will go away in an instant if you take it up sincerely. So do the, the sins start getting rubbed out? Yeah. Okay, cool. In, in fact, Chitra Gupta will look and the sins will just burn away from the pages. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, thank you for that question. <laughs> Anyone else? Yeah. Thank you. Hare Krishna Prabhupada. Uh, I would uh, like to ask you if you have five minutes after the lecture, as I have some questions from Bhagavad Puran. So I would like to ask you if you have five minutes. Later? Yeah, later. Oh, oh yeah, we can discuss later. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, Mother. Hi Krishna, Prabhu. Uh, so you were speaking about um, tolerating when an authority may be a little stern when you were talking about caring for the devotees and, uh, and, and developing those qualities, being tolerant. Um, what about if we see a situation where that um, sternness and correction is so heavy that the yeah. Devotee just becomes discouraged and can't continue yeah. their service. How do we understand that? Because we encourage that devotee um, culture of looking up to authority, but at the same time, we don't want devotees to feel like, you know, they can somehow ab yeah. abuse that. Yeah. No, it's yeah. a, that's an excellent point because I remember when I first came, the the it wasn't a positive experience actually. It was it was really harsh, yeah? and the person don't even know you, and then they are just you know shooting arrows and missiles at you, you know, and then you are like dodging like uh, what bullet time, you know, in Matrix like that. <laughs> but it's it's hitting you, yeah. Um, the you you there, there is criteria who can actually uh, correct and and, and guide put people not any Tom Dick and Harry or you know like that no nobody should just go ahead and say in our culture in ISKCON it's like that you know uh, any temples you go immediately ten people will come to you zoom and say you can't do this you can't do that it's always can't 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 right <laughs> and so it's it's a it's it's a culture that we need to start uh, fixing so in terms of what you're saying is the harshness actually for one to correct another you must ha have affection for that person. You must cultivate that love for that individual that you want to connect them to Krishna and that's why you're correcting them. And so when it comes out, it comes out for the right reason. But if it's just, oh, I'm going to fix this person, yeah, then it's like Dr. Frankenstein cutting up, you know, yeah. So, yeah, so your point is valid. And I have experienced that also because the harshness, uh, you know, they say, right, sticks and stones can hurt you, but words will burn you. Uh, so, therefore, we should be very careful uh, how we speak to others. 
and that's one thing. The other thing is, you never know what the individual is. It could be a pure devotee walking in. Or you're dealing with, like Dhruva Maharaja's case, right? His, his stepmother was so harsh with him, but later on she had to go crazy and burn herself in the forest. Yeah. So, so Lord punishes very heavily. So any devotee you want to correct or with anger, you better ask yourself, is this the Dhruva Maharaj? Yeah, like that. So uh, you have to have that affection and the desire to help that person. And then the super soul will guide you properly. Yeah, the sincerity must be there, that this is why I'm doing it. Not that, oh, I feel so good now. Yeah, after you chastise, you go back and see, wow, that was a nice chastisement. Yeah, if you think like that, then it's, it's bad, yeah. Yeah, that's a nice question, thank you, yeah. Thank you. Um, what should that person feel, that junior person? Should they be, I, I have Alright, so again, this. it's all cultural education and so on. So when new people come, we should have a proper system of educating them, think how they respect seniority, devotees and so on. So the culture is there and they know the person is only helping me. Yeah, yeah. Having said that, you are going to have problems also in any case, because this is also Kali Yuga, yeah. We're going to make mistakes, but hopefully there are less mistakes than more, yeah. And hopefully less casualties, <laughs> right? Devotees come and then we are so harsh, they run away, you know? Yeah, so we shouldn't be doing that, yeah. But also we can't go to the extreme also. Oh, we can't chastise, they will go away. And in some temples, I've seen that. Oh, we can't just, no, no, otherwise they don't do the service. I can't tell the pujari to, to do it properly because then he will quit, then I have to do it. So if that's the mentality, then we are not actually training or preaching properly. Because the congregation and people who come, they see what's happening in the temple environment. So that's also preaching, right? If it's a chaos, if you come and see Jagannath's uh, turban is like this and on the ground and then Pujari is still doing, then it sends the wrong signals. Yeah. So we can't have extremes, we have to follow what Prabhupada wants. What's the standard? We have standards, we have GBC and so on, so the standards must be followed. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I was wondering when you're going to ask questions. You always ask questions. Yeah. You're very intelligent. <laughs> Hare Krishna Prabhuji, thank you for the nice class. Prabhuji, you mentioned how Srila Prabhupada said that I want to preach, but my wife just wants to do deity worship. Um, but I've also heard Srila Prabhupada say that whatever we do in the temple, whether it's to cleaning the temple or doing deity worship, it's preaching. So how do we um, dif how do we understand the difference between devotional service and preaching? Devotional service, preaching, and devotional service are synonymous. It's the same thing. For example, if people come, if the temple room is dirty and messy, that's not preaching, right? Yeah, so you clean the temple room nicely, uh, just like this morning the devotee was dressing properly. I, I was watching, the devotee was so meticulous, right? Each frame behind the acharyas, he was cleaning with a lint, and then he was going behind all the different uh, tables, the drums, everything he was doing it. So that enthused me, I say like, wow, this is so nice, you know, 
Yeah. So similarly, when people come, they see the temple so nice and clean, right? Let's say a little kid took some cake and splashed on the wall, right? And if you don't clean it, then it's drying up there, a week later, it's, it's all there. That sends a wrong signal. That means nobody is responsible here. Um, generally, people like to congregate, but they think these people are on the ball. They are responsible people, and they know what they are doing. Then people will be attracted like that, yeah. But if you're just staying at home, doing your puja, and then lock your door and, and just sit down there, then that's what Prabhupada doesn't want. So, if you are a Grihastha and you have deities at home, then do a minimal worship, because you have the most beautiful deity in Australia, I think, at least for me. Sri Sri Radha Vallabha, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm biased because I took initiation in front of them. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you, Prabhuji. Thank you. Anything else? <laughs> All right. Going once, going twice, going three times. Thank you so much. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai.